Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the most in-depth commentary of the latest manga and anime news. Um, I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing great, as always, Kevin. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. I know we're going to have a nice, packed, almost rock-themed episode here yes. because we got... Not, not only are we reviewing Undead Unlucky today, uh, Unluck today, we're also going to be talking about Chainsaw Man and Kaiju Number no. 8 animes. Mm. So this is definitely, if I, I could just title this, I would title it The Rock Episode because <laughs> it is definitely up his alley. Hell um, yeah. Um, but before we get into all that, I wanted to do some quick housekeeping. As always, you could listen and download the Manga Revolution podcast on any podcast service like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Um, it would really help us if you guys rate us and review us five stars or just leave comments, all that uh, jazz really helps us get up on the rankings. Um, and if you want to check out our stuff on the comic book and manga industry, I know Rock and I are doing trying to do as much as we can on, on both sides. So if you want to go check that out on concretevolution.com, we have a bunch of reviews and features that we've been posting up there, including like recent sales numbers that Rock's been posting. I've posted a couple of reviews for my Hero Academia and some other stuff. So you could check that out and you can follow the Concrete Revolution at CB Revolution. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Kevin Lane is Rock. Where, where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rock with 2Ks Revolution and on Instagram at Rock2Ks Revolution. Awesome. Well, before we get into the reviewing Undead Unluck today, we're actually going, Crunchyroll Expo is going on right now. And as we're recording this, it's still going on. So we'll probably get more announcements. But I know the big one that stood out for this past week was the Chainsaw Man anime trailer, Rock. Uh, so mm -hmm. I know this is your baby. This is the one that you've been probably hyping up more so than anybody else that I know. Oh, so yeah. Now that we finally got the anime, we got the, I believe this is the third trailer that we got for Chainsaw Man. Yep. What did you think of this trailer that now we actually got some voiceover? Oh. We got more of the action and all that stuff. And what, what did you think of everything that Mappa Studio was showing off here? Oh, fantastic. This is the first moment, I think, where we really... We've gotten the first two trailers. We've gotten nice teasers of what kind of world we're, we're, we're going to be dealing with. But I think this is the one that finally delivered what you and I had been waiting to see. What's the action going to be like? Are they going to censor it? Are they going to make it more kid friendly? Are they going to lean into all the blood and the gore and the violence and the craziness? And guess what, Kevin? They're leaning into all the gore and the blood and the violence and the craziness because the fight scenes that you get really in the second half, it's about a, a minute 42 seconds, this trailer, and it's about at the halfway point that you start getting all the action scenes and oh, holy crap, Kevin, this is exactly what I was hoping we would get. I mean, it looks like the scenes from the manga Boom, come to life. It is it is gorgeous. It's everything I could hope for and more. My expectations are now even higher than they were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you could believe that, like especially with already how high expectations you had for it. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I think that this is, Mappa Studio has always been a top studio. They've produced mm -hmm. some of the best animations out there right now. I know right now they're doing uh, Chainsaw Man, or on top of Chainsaw Man, they're doing also Jujutsu Kaisen. They're doing Attack on Titan. And then they have a bunch of other stuff in their repertoire. Like I know they did um, God of High School and Tech on Op Destiny as well. That was well received for the animation. Um, mm -hmm. So they do God a lot of awesome looking. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 again, it's showing that they could do different styles too. Yeah. Um, and 
while well, they've already been on at a high level and I've always loved them as an animation studio, I think this Chainsaw Man trailer was just like one of those like it felt like a breakout moment for the studio just of they're reaching that next level, even higher than you thought that they were at before. And like, cause this is the animation even looks better than what I see in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan from what I've seen of them. And like, it, like it definitely does look like they're just putting their all in this of like, this is our showcase of how far we've come in terms of our animation and everything. And I thought that was awesome. And it's very cool to see the reaction of people are having for this. Um, I think that's, uh, very good positive because Chainsaw Man was already a super popular series and you could just tell that now with this it's just going to blow up even higher than it was before and and it's a good timing because we got part two now coming coming out so it's going to be interesting to see how popular it gets because that's um it does feel like this is going to be in that same stratosphere of Demon Slayer and uh what we have with Attack on Titan so it's like even though Attack on Titan I don't who knows when that the animation the anime is going to end? But <laughs> it seems as like it's replacing, like it's getting in a good spot of yeah of that Demon Slayer Attack on Titan role, but it's serving in in terms of the anime seasons. Yep, totally agree. I I I just I'm so impressed by what we're getting. Their quality of work is is just flat out incredible. It really is. Mappa is just firing on all cylinders, and I've really enjoyed everything that they put out. And this looks to be some of their best stuff. I mean, yeah. they're even topping themselves and their other beautiful work. So we are, I think we're, we're in store for, it's going to be a gorgeous looking anime. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that they get captured, I think is the sense of movement the entire yes. time, especially like when you, like you mentioned before, when chain, like we actually see chainsaw man and the others using their powers, you mm-hmm. get that sense of momentum in the trailer. Like it's not, it doesn't feel stiff. Like the characters are like the world is like, it feels like the characters are moving within the world and it, mm-hmm. They do such a cool stylized way once Chainsaw Man does appear that it feels like a little bit like the almost the styles shift a little bit of like in terms of animation style of like where you have the regular human designs when they're interacting with each other. But as soon as all the like the the devils and the demons and all that stuff appear, the animation, the animation is going to like flip so that it matches the horror tone that it hits when it when we see those characters becomes very fluid, very bendy, very. Lots and lots of motion to it. It it it's a noticeable shift, and it looks it looks really nice, and it helps accentuate the fighting styles and the powers and the outrageous nature of all these characters. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, and I'm glad that they focused on just the kind of the characters themselves and the powers here, because I know that mm-hmm. there's going to be other stuff that we're going to see in this in this that will probably like have character people wince that on yes. probably not the best ways, but I yep. think you have like all the more character like as long as they keep on the character driven stuff and like the action i think that maybe some of the wincing moments will not be as noticeable <laughs> yeah 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 because you know you know there's gonna be some there's gonna be some oh. especially if they follow the the manga oh. oh yeah if they follow the manga for sure oh there's gonna be quite a few <laughs> <laughs> prepared um, yeah so but it'll be interesting so but yeah i'm so yeah just um you are excited for this and like more even hyped for now the fall because the fall is going to be extremely packed because, and even though as packed as it is with my hero coming back, I know Bleach is coming back, and then there's mm-hmm. so many other animes that are coming back. Even with as packed as fall, uh, the fall looks, Chainsaw Man definitely is already looking like it's going to be the standout of the year. Oh, I absolutely, I fully expect this to be the biggest one. I, yeah. I'd be shocked if it isn't. Yeah, which is amazing when you think of the names that are in the yeah. in the next season because next season is extremely packed of, of stuff. 
Absolutely. Um, and on the other uh, on Rock, we're continuing your hype train of things that you are super excited about. Is that we also got an announcement of Kaiju number eight, the uh, getting an anime finally. Um, yeah. This is going to be done by Toho Animation. Is going to be producing it. We don't have an anime studio attached to it, but we know that Kaiju number eight is going to get an adaption soon. Soon. So probably, I would say we would probably not get one until since they didn't announce an animation studio. I'm guessing that it'll be late 2023 or. Or twenty twenty early twenty twenty four that will will end up seeing Kaiju number eight. Yep. Um, but Rock, just in general, are you excited now that we finally got an anime for it? What What are your thoughts on like, especially now Toho Animation is the one producing it? Yeah, I'll, I'm very happy. This is a manga that I've been expecting to get an anime announcement. Uh, it just it's just it's tailor made for a really successful anime. It just is. It has all the right elements. It has the right uh, style of art it has the right amount of action it has the right design of characters it's just everything about kaiju number eight is begging to be made an anime and and an anime that will be extremely popular too yeah yeah and I, I, it, it, it can't miss you know what yeah, I mean? and it, like like you said it has all the elements of, of a successful yeah. one because it has the elements even though it's a kaiju like monster show right it, it falls more in that my hero academia jujutsu kaisen kaizen role of like it's a more superhero-esque yeah. than it is like straight up like monster of like huge monster like chainsaw man right it's not quite like you know a godzilla anime right yeah. where it's just truly nothing but kaiju stomping through towns it it is i would say it's kind of i would put it at like 30 percent kaiju 70 percent superhero yeah kind of like that is how i, I mean it's you know some blend of that yeah yeah, yeah, and in terms of just because we didn't get an animation studio uh, announced alongside it, so now that just leaves room for us to speculate on what <laughs> anime studio we want to have. Rock, what what anime studio would you ideally like to ha- like have this project take take on? Because Toho Animation works with any- everybody, right? I mean, obviously, there's the uncreative response, Kevin. I just saw the Chainsaw Man trailer, right? So <laughs> I mean, immediately I'm like, well, just have Mappa do it. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's the uncreative answer. Okay. Because that's just right on the forefront of my mind after seeing that amazing trailer, but moving past Mappa, which is very busy. There are a couple of other studios that come to mind mainly because of the type of um, story and the type of characters that uh, Kaiju number eight has. I think of studio bones uh, because as mm-hmm. you point out to my hero academia, superhero story has a lot of similarities thematically with mm-hmm. Kaiju number eight. So, Studio Bones p- popped to mind. Uh, another studio that popped to mind is Madhouse. Oh, okay. Because, uh, Madhouse uh, did the One Punch Man anime, which I think also has a lot of similarities thematically with Kaiju number eight in terms of being superhero and uh, giant, outrageous sized uh, creatures and opponents. And then the other studio that came to mind for me would uh was trigger uh okay trigger does the sss series right all the yeah. sss animes and and those involve of course giant mecha giant kaiju superheroes so yeah. again it's that same area that we see uh kaiju number eight traveling in so for me i'm thinking studio bones madhouse trigger yeah something like that yeah, and for me, I think the one that immediately came to mind, and like you said, Mappa is an obvious one, but I think they're a little too busy because they also, right. have, on top of Chainsaw Man, I know I'm sure Chainsaw Man is going to get a season two, no doubt. Um, they also have 
uh, Jujutsu Kaisen season two, and they're also working on Attack on Titan, however many seasons they need to work on for that one. Um, and I think while that might be the easiest one to one, I definitely came to mind right away after I saw the Kaiju number eight is that I want, uh, like you said, trigger, I think Studio Trigger to be the one that does it. Yep. Um, because they have, well, they're they're known for I know, um, I know they're they're, oh, sorry. Um, I know that they're known for like kill a kill and stuff like that, but they've shown a wide range of different styles that they're not just like stuck on that one that you see on kill a kill or Darlene and Franks. They have, like you said, the quadruple S and then they also have like little witch Academy and things like that, that show that they have a wide variety of styles. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Kaiju number eight is one of those animes that I wouldn't mind if like, uh, like trigger got it and they adapted it in kind of the kill a kill art style. Of like doing something a little bit different because I think it's fitting for like a kai like you said a kaiju story, yep. and I think they would be a very inventive in terms of how like stylistic they would be, and while like their that animation style is completely different from what we see in the manga, I wouldn't mind it because I know what killer like what Trigger does so well with mm -hmm. with their animation that I would I would be interested to see them like that they are at the top of, of my list of wh which animation studio I want want kaiju number eight to get. Yep, agreed. I think it'd be an awesome marriage, really would be. Yeah, and like you said, they have quadruple S. That's basically yeah. Kaiju number eight. It's like it's basically filling filling in that Kaiju number eight without the max. Right, exactly. Yeah. It, it, completely, it's, it's just the perfect match. So yeah, yeah. So again, that that's that's mine. And again, we had some super exciting projects. I I expect that Kaiju number eight will probably won't get it until like earliest, like maybe the fall of next year. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. If, if they didn't announce an animation studio. Yeah. Which they normally do with when it comes to this type of stuff, and um, so I'm I'm guessing that they're still trying to lock in the who, which animation studio is going to be doing it, and it does take a take quite a time, especially with how busy animation studios are. Because yeah. I saw that even though they haven't announced it yet, we're going to get it. Look, it looks like a lot of new mangas are getting that greenlit for yep. for it. So I I know I think it was uh, Blue Lock and other others are getting more animation. So I'm guessing this new crop of of manga that we've been reading the last year two years yeah. during the lockup. Are finally getting that greenlit for animes. Yeah, it's gonna be Cause, fun. Yeah, because I from the rumors is that hopefully knock on wood that we actually do get it is that we get a uh, Sakamoto Days announcement soon. Yes, that has right. to happen, Kevin. It has to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm refreshing that. That's the one I keep hearing that is going to be announcing. So hopefully that is true. That would be but, awesome. But yeah, no, it's a very good time. I think we're just seeing more ma manga, especially now that you and I are reading these mangas as they're being released and the newer ones. Yeah. It's fun to see these mangas that we're reading from the beginning, starting to get their yes. anime announcements too. Cause it like, well, it's exciting that we got my hero academia. We discovered through the anime sometimes instead of the manga. So it's almost like right. forward backwards type thing. Yeah. Of, so it's fun now see like being able to experience what kind of almost overseas they experience. Like, Oh yeah. Our, our manga that we've been reading for a couple, like a year or two years or whatever, we're finally getting their anime announcements. Yeah. I like the experience of, of getting to enjoy a manga and then see it turn into an anime. It, what they get to do in Japan, Japanese fans get to have been doing forever. Yeah. I like that we're finally getting to do it. It just makes it more fun. I don't know. Yeah. For me, it's a lot more fun. I feel yeah. more invested in the anime. I feel more excited in the buildup to the anime. I, I, I feel more of an attachment. It's just a lot more fun this yeah. way. Than yeah, it's it kind of, it's, it's like comic books. Like when we get, yeah a new movie announcement or like a, right. a, a, a new cartoon or something like that. It's just exciting seeing it expand beyond just the, the manga or comic perform. Cause again, you, while we might criticize the stuff, it's still exciting seeing it 
getting more into the mainstream because because again we wanted to get to as many people as it possible that's right exactly yep yeah and it's gonna be cool and and see and you know and kaiju number eight is one of those uh, just going back to kaiju number eight i i would i would love to see a chibi version of it too (laughs) that that's (laughs) like if they did completely the opposite way of like telling adapting the story go with just the chibi version of it and just go wild with it but i know we wouldn't we won't probably get that but no. I think that would be for fun. And I would think that would be very funny because of the story, the storytelling yes. possibilities. Oh, I think it would work really well. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. I'd be like down think, with that. Think of like a chibi versions of all the, the kaijus and stuff like that fighting the yeah. regular people. Yeah. But, oh, now I want to see that. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So again, that that's it for like the anime talk that we have on, on this um, uh, episode. So for this episode, our main topic of discussion will be Undead Un- Unluck. So this is a manga I know, Rocky, you just started reading and kind of recommended to me that we should review. So I was like, all right, let's, if you're enjoying it as much as you're saying you are, I should jump on it too. And we wanted to get get in on this. And then, um, so for those that might not know, Undead Unluck is written by Yoshifumi Tezuka, and who is actually... Um, doesn't really have that much work to his credit. It's just he did win the newcomer manga prize at age 24. But outside of that, since then, he's basically kind of just done a couple one shots here and there. And basically, it seems like he again, this is just information I was able to find online. Um, it seems like he was just pitching constantly to to Suecia and stuff like that until now. He finally got his big break with Undead Unluck and it's been going on for over 100 chapters now. Um, so it, it does seem like he's been while he's been in the industry for a while. It doesn't. It, it seems like he's been trying to pitch his own work instead of like going the traditional manga route of being an assistant or working on on other projects and stuff. Like, so it seems like finally he got his big break with Undead Unluck, from what I found. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, it's it's not an approach you see that often. Yeah, but it's 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 yeah. very. I respect the guy. It's very impressive that this is how he was able to break in. Stay yeah. true you want to do that's that's pretty cool yeah because yeah from what i looked online it's like he was he's been pitching which isn't out of the ordinary he's been pitching stuff to suisha and other manga companies since he was in high school that's awesome Um, and then and then now in his now i think he's in his early 30s now that when he undid unluck got uh greenlit so it's like one of those things where it's just persistence pays off yeah it's cool i respect that and i I love to see it when people get rewarded for that kind of persistence it's just great to see yeah and so so for those that might not know Undead Unluck is basically a story of we are while it doesn't tell us right away, um, we are basically in a world where where superpowers kind of exist. And one of the people with, with a superpower, uh, her name is uh, Fuko Izumo, who wants to just enter like we start off with basically her trying to commit suicide and jump off a uh, jump off a bridge and onto an oncoming train because she is feeling guilty that she has a power called unluck that basically makes it so that she cancels out the luck of everybody else around her, which basically has led to a, a lot of people's death, including her parents. <laughs> um, so she's just, she's just done with it. Why am I laughing but, at that, Kevin? That's terrible. I, of me. Yeah, I know you are, you are, you are. Uh, but while she's about to commit suicide, she get gets her own version of unluck by having been <laughs> saved by a dude, uh, uh, basically a zombie guy. The name's Andy. And, uh, and while they they talk and Fuko tells them, hey, this is what I wanted to die. I don't know why you got in my way of killing. Like, I wanted to just end my life. He's like, hey, you know what? I, I saw you in trouble. I, I just thought I'd, I'd grab you. Um, but um, and and he even tells him, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm i also un- undead. Basically, he's basically says he's un- undead. And um, 
so he cannot die, but he's looking for his ultimate death. And hearing that what Fuku's power is of unluck, he's like, you know what? You're the one that's going to give me my ultimate death because that's what I've been looking for for over 200 years or something like that. That I, I forget what he says, but uh, he basically that's what basically says it. Then as he's about to try and get Fuku to give him the ultimate unluck and maybe his ultimate death that he's been looking for forever, um, they are attacked by a government organization called the Union um, that hunt people with special powers just like a- Andy and Fuku. Um, and they, they basically are, they do, the a union does overwhelm them to a point, but then Andy gets this brilliant idea of like, you know what, let's use Fuko's unluck power to unluck everybody here and cause, cause a big explosion that, uh, destroys everything. And Brock, I don't know what you would say in terms of Andy's, like from, especially from here, what would you say is his costume that we would get? Like, cause he has a very <laughs> unique costume that continues on for the rest of this series from what we read in these first eight chapters um what what how would you would we say like reverse assless chaps without anything underneath right yeah so so basically the a pixelated box over his uh junk yeah yeah that's basically it that he just has a pixelated uh he has some pixelation over his junk and he spends that the rest of the time like that without he, he is wearing pants. He does wear pants the entire time. Yes. Like, but for some, somehow he always finds the pants that don't have anything that cover his midsection. So, no. so he it's has serious. a, yeah. So, so we go from there and then basically kind of, and I would say the rest of the time, like, especially because we read the first volume of like chapter one through seven. And also we read chapter eight because that goes um, into um, the, the second arc. Right. Um, and com- concludes it. So we did uh, read a little bit ahead of the volume mm-hmm. one. Um, and that's where we re- meet another character named Gina, who has similar superpowers and that it's, it looks like she's the trio. But Rock, in general, what did you think of these first two story arcs of like, we got the intro story arc with the first couple of chapters, and then we got the unchange of like, kind of starting to introduce us to more characters. What did you think overall of Undead Unluck? I thought this was great. What I liked a lot about this manga is it starts so fast kevin you hit the ground running and that's what's cool tozu uh sorry tozuka doesn't waste any time at all it's kevin bam you're right at the action i mean you start off with your two main characters immediately making appearance fuku is trying to kill herself andy's on the scene to save her we see what her powers do. We see what his powers can do. And we it, that's just in the first like couple of pages, Kevin. It's so fast. I love that approach. And I think it's smart that Tezuka doesn't waste time giving you action and comedy. You, you meet the two main characters immediately. You see them in action. You see their personalities. Just, just in the first half of the first chapter, Kevin, you already get a good sense of, oh, I know their powers. I know the personalities, I know the chemistry, and I know what kind of story I'm going to be getting. It's going to be action adventure with some raunchy comedy thrown on top, right? And and, and you know that, Kevin, halfway through the first chapter. That's really effective storytelling in letting the reader know what they can get and introducing them to the characters. And what's kind of cool is uh, some readers may not like this approach. I think... Tozuka's taking the approach of, I want you to know my characters, their personalities, and their powers, and how they interact with each other first. And then I'm going to hit the pause button and slowly build out our world that they live in. So then 
you you get to finally learn that hey there are people they're, they're called negators and they can they have their superpower each has an individual superpower that can negate something about reality so so Foucault's power negate negates luck right Andy's power negates death so everyone has a power that can negate something and they can use it in a creative way and so yeah, they basically are like negate uh laws of nature or whatever right exactly and, and so you, you 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 so then after you already introduced the characters and got a vibe for the story and personalities and chemistry that's when tezuka kind of then starts to fill you in on negators he starts to fill you in on the union which is a special group of uh 12 negators who have to go out and deal with certain um supernatural threats across the globe and there can only be 12 and to become a member of one of these 12 you got to kill a member of the union to take their position right because there can only be 12 like a highlanders there only can be one and so um and everyone has their own unique power it's i like i like that approach i don't know if some readers may have felt a little bit confused you know at first like oh my gosh well what kind of world are we operating in? What exactly are these powers? What, you know, tell me a little bit more about, because you meet these union members without knowing too much about them in the, in the opening story arc. Yeah. And I think that's where I find undead unluck to be at its strongest is like the mystery of like, what's going on with this world. I think set that setup of like, you don't get too many hints of it. You just, no. it's just, everything is just like, Oh yeah, let's live in this world. And which is how you would, like especially Fuku Izumo, who yeah. as the main character, like I would say, she's the main character with Andy providing more of the comic comic relief and the yeah, action she's, stuff. She's us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's she's yeah. our 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 viewpoint into the story. I think we're supposed yeah. to identify her. Yeah, and 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 we don't really read ahead of her. Like I think right. that's the Correct. most important thing is that like in, in these first eight chapters that we read, um, that we're not getting ahead of the character. No. We're not getting like we're learning as she's learning. I think. That's right. I, I do enjoy that stuff is that when you especially when you're writing a main character, I think that's the best way to write a main character of like, yes. hey, the, the world as we're unlocking the world, it's because it's through the main character's eyes. And that's where we relate to the character the most. And I think that's the most relatable part of the character uh, is that we're experiencing it through her eyes. We're we're learning as she goes along. We may pick up on a few things that more so than she does because of contextual cues that she's not picking up on. Right. Um, and things like that. But it's not too far ahead of where like we're predicting where like where she's going to end up. So, and I like that, that, that mystery of like, Hey, she doesn't really know about the union. She just mm -hmm. fi finds out about them and we don't, she doesn't know about having to kill one of them to become one of them and stuff like that. So we don't know that that's what she's going to end up doing is that she's probably going to end up joining them along with Andy. Right. Um, so like a lot of that stuff I do enjoy in this. I think the one thing that the one disconnect I have with this, that's probably the biggest thing that has kept me from maybe even reading uh, reading more or wanting to read ahead mm -hmm. is that the characters are just kind of almost all the same a little bit even though Fuko is a little <laughs> bit more the per normal person right. once they are all interacting with each other they're almost yeah. all like the same extremes of like let's go high comedy <laughs> like yes. let's go extreme comedy yep um and it just makes everything so weird because I want that balance I think especially when you have the trio once you have Gina Andy and Fuko together Yes, there has to be more of a distinction of just Fuko thinking everything's weird because she's also getting involved in a, a lot of the comedy as mm -hmm. well. And mm -hmm. I think you need when it comes to th especially when you always have the trio of characters because that's every manga. Yeah, um, you want each character to kind of balance each other out a little bit more. And I don't feel like there's a balance created with like 
even when Fuko and Andy are just the, the, the two of them interacting with each other. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't feel like there's a balance of like, she she just gets involved in the comedy. Like, again, it's because of the, art, the way the artwork is set up and stuff like that. But it it just feels it, there's a, like that disconnect with me when it comes to like the characters just feel like yep. different extremes of each other. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the only characters, the only character, gosh, because we meet Andy, uh, we meet Andy and Fuko first, and then they're attacked by two union members. It's Shen yeah. and uh, Void. Yeah. And I think Shen and then we meet Gina yeah. after that. And uh because they they um they they kill Void and then they, they gotta kill one more union member to, to join the union, the two of them. Shen is the only one, Kevin, who to me was as close to a straight man as you're gonna get, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you know and, even, I mean? and even that like because Fuku is kind of positioned good. in that, like what I don't like is that Fuku is kind of positioned in that way, but the way but her not. action, her actions aren't, yeah. and it doesn't, no. com- it doesn't complement, like especially with Andy, especially when he, he gets very perverted and and does a lot of <laughs> lo- di- different things, you, especially if you're going with that te- like that direction right. with the char- that, that Andy's character, yeah, 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 he um, he does become unlikable to me because. And again, it's not her fault because this is how the character is just written. Yeah, yeah. but it's just the the character writing for when you're trying to balance out how pervy Andy gets specifically. Fuko, mm-hmm. she's even though she rejects him and stuff like that and get, gets like tells him off, like she's has that sindure personality of yeah, yeah. of like she's kind of almost involved in in everything. Yes. Um, and so it's there's no balance stricken really like well like i think mm-hmm. between the two main characters and third i would say gina once with her introduction even she is kind of the same similar to like similar to andy of like that extreme and then and then fuku right. just kind of it seems like fuku just gets falls into that as well as so there's like yeah. no balance in your trio and I, that, that's over- kind of what i didn't like and yep. so it feels like it feels all the characters feel overwritten like mm-hmm. like there's way too much like even though the story is very quick fast paced in terms of what happens it is <laughs> the, the char- yeah. it, it, it's it feels like it's overwritten like and i could tell that maybe this is where kind of maybe um tezuka's like this being his first main series mm-hmm. like trying to figure out the pacing and even the character development of like a long running series yep. this is where he's running into the trouble is actually the right actual writing of the characters and the balance that he needs to strike with the characters yeah, everybody, uh, and you're right. Uh, ev- all the characters are written. It's it's like Spinal Tap. They're all written to eleven, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. all written to eleven. Uh, there's there's very little subtlety, uh, uh, limiting it to the first eight chapters. Yeah, there there's very little subtlety. Everyone's cranked up the intensity, and I, I, I while I loved how quick we quickly we got into everything in the first chapter. Um, I mean, by the time you get to the end of the eighth chapter and you've concluded that first story arc fully and, and, and you're beginning the next one, uh, that's a lot of ground to cover mm. in eight chapters, Kevin. And I yeah. don't think that your average mangaka would cover that much ground. Yeah. Yeah, because you because you also risk the risk burning the reader out on st- yes. on like especially on different comedic beats and different yes. com- uh, and then character be- even character beats as well and that's what i felt by the end of the eighth chapter that we read 
is that I felt burnt out on all the comedy that I was like, oh, I get, I get what the manga is going for and all right. that stuff. And, and that's where I kind of run into this, like mm-hmm. of all the manga that we re- read um, thus far, this is mm-hmm. the one that I'm just like, you know what? I kind of got it. And I don't, yep. I feel satiated with what we read. I read, and I don't need to read, go on and read. Cause I don't feel like there's going to be more to these characters. Cause I kind of read everything I need to read about these characters that, again, yep. that's just me. Of what no, I felt like at the en- end of the chapter eight of like just like okay cool even though this is not the end of the story there's obviously more going on right. and everything like that I didn't have that urge of like oh yeah let me get to that let me kind of cheat before this podcast and read the next chapter but I, and hold I have to hold myself back and that's not the feeling I got right yeah I I, I will admit I am currently on ch- <laughs> like, you know chapter where am I I'm in the sixties now yeah okay um so limit let's limit it to what we were talking were the opening eight chapters i think there is a, a problem again this is the first real manga that tezuka's done right for a, for a mm-hmm. big publisher and i think there is a a lot of exuberance on his part yeah in what he wants to do and i think there's a lot of excitement and a lot of passion and it could be from has been pent up over the years that he's been pitching this idea and maybe now that he got the green light by a big company he's all you know Shueisha says yeah do it you're on weekly shonen jump this is a big deal he's just like you know out the box yeah. right yeah because like i don't know when it's going to get canceled like kind of almost like worrying about when it's going to get canceled because he's seen a lot of short series because he, he, he was a he was a swish fan before this and, and right. it's coming from that is so he knows how long, like, oh, I have to, like, kind of like, I think you and I have been talking about this recently of like, a lot, we've seen, we're seeing a lot of manga, like around the 18 to 19 chapter art yes. point of like, oh, you could kind of read the transition of like, this manga is probably going to end here because they're got the cancellation notice of like chapter 26. It seems like it's right. usually the, the mark of like, but your manga is done after that 26 chapter. And it feels like he's trying to get to that point of like, he's introducing so much that you can't get rid of him. That's right. And I, I feel it's, it's almost like these first eight chapters are written with the with the fear of it took me so long to get here. And I don't have this big pedigree of being an assistant for all these other big name mangaka that I'm on a shorter leash than most mangaka. Mm. And I'm probably I need to operate under the assumption that I'm going to get 20 to 30 chapters before they yank it. So I'm going to try to get as much of my story in. Mm-hmm as I can before it gets yanked, right? Well, here's the deal though, Kevin. We're now on chapter 121. Yeah. You've got 12 volumes. You made it. But you didn't start the manga like that was going to happen. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I, I and I think on that, I, I think what he, what this first eight chapters, the first volume plus a, an extra chapter, mm-hmm. um, th- doesn't do well enough is sowing seeds for the future because we got the union but we don't get too much details about the we union. Don't. Like again, it, it, the union, the stuff that you're talking about, the union stuff, it's stuff that I, I, I this you read, read ahead. I, I know that I tipped stuff. my hand, didn't yeah. I? I read yeah. ahead. <laughs> that's how you know I, was, I read ahead. I was honestly saying when you were talking about the union and everything like that, I was like, Oh, that's cool mythology. Right. But it's mythology that he's not sowing seeds for. All right. we know is like, even with the union, the way I read it is just, mm-hmm. this is another government agency. Obviously these are just the cops of this and they're just like trying to go after them. And, 
he doesn't really do enough with the union, like outside of the two characters, which one of them dies. Um, and it, it, outside of that, I'm just like, oh, I'll probably need to read more because if if I want to get into that mythology, because I know it's over 100 something chapters. Um, and but in terms of the first eight chapters, it, there's not enough so like no. seeds sown in those eight chapters that I'm just like, OK, I kind of got it. I got everything. Even if there is probably more context of, like you said, with the union and other characters involved, mm-hmm. there's not enough for me to be like, okay, I need to read more because I kind of got my fill. Right. And that's the problem. That is a problem. How Your reaction is a legit concern because it's something, it's how I felt at the end of the eight chapters. I mean, I, I went on, but I mean, what you felt, I also felt, okay, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people... Um, will experience that if they hop onto the manga now yeah. at a later date. And I will say, and that's a problem because the fact is he does wait too long. It's after these first eight chapters, Kevin, that you learn about the union is basically like a supernatural version of the Freemasons. Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah. It, it, they kind of gave me a men in black vibe too. Ah, yeah. No, yeah. they're more like the Freemasons okay. and they follow this book called apocalypse that's this is mystical book of apocalypse and it gives them quests and they have hmm. to okay. battle these uh creatures called umas umas they're unidentified mysterious animals they're created by god and god's not really a good guy kevin and so the negators in the union they do the, they they follow the quest of apocalypse that that mystical book and they have to go up against regulators who regulate things, right? The union members are negators. They negate things. They go up against regulators who are God's soldiers to do his bidding. It's it's very supernatural. And, 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 and see that, and that, you that's stuff like that. you're telling me, that, that, that's, that's stuff that I wish was Thank at you. least hinted at, hinted yes. at in this first eight chapters. Like, yes. yes. Even if it was like Andy, ta- like, because Andy's been around for 200 years and I think, he, know. like along with the, along with the comedy that he has, I think that, like what you're telling me is stuff that Andy's it's, character probably should have hinted at because He's he's a character that's been around a long time. I obviously don't expect Fuko to know this because she is like I think she's the most like to me she's the most likable character just because of like you get it behind her tragic story of like she her parents died in an airplane crash that she feels like she caused because Mm -hmm. of the two hundred and plus she killed two hundred seventy people so obviously you have yeah uh, there's a lot of things that you want like you feel guilty about so you you could Mm -hmm. feel for why she feels to the point of like my life is just killing people basically because everybody around me is dying like no one could get close to me and mm-hmm. and is kind of the first one that can because obviously he's undead so he can't be killed even for all the the chaos that she causes causes him he still mm-hmm. comes keeps coming back um but i just kind of wish that, that was hinted at more like what yep. you're talking about of like what the union is involved with even if it was them whole like one thing that i i could see another more like another manga do and they, i've seen them do is that we would have seen the union like look at the book and stuff like that right. or like reference or like kind of reference the reference the book that you're talking about yep and i wish those references were kind of sewn in like throughout the, like these first eight chapters but i i don't i'll have to i would have to read the eight chapters again but i yep. feel like the, I, I didn't get any hints of the greater scope of the world of that mm-hmm. um even though if that might have been that me not knowing ahead of the re- character i just wish there was hints yeah, even if it was contextual cues yes. like through the artwork uh, no, I completely agree with you. That is, that's that's all fair points, and I'm with you on that. It's that's 
that's the downside of of how he did those first eight chapters. He should have doled out. Don't you don't need to spoil everything, but you got to give me a little bit more because yeah. when I read past that eighth chapter and I started getting all of this, I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so this is there's a lot more to this yeah. story than I thought because, like you, I read a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. So I ended, I ended the first eight chapters and was like. Mm, do I want to go on? Do I want to go on? I was really on the fence. I read on only because I don't really know why I read on. I just did. Like, <laughs> right, Kevin? You don't yeah. know why? Yeah, you <laughs> just needed to spend some time reading something. You're like, I'm out of reading a couple more. <laughs> exactly. I was probably waiting for my wife for something or something. <laughs> so I feel like I'm always waiting for my wife, Kevin. And so <laughs> yeah, we, I'm, I'm reading on. And then it, I started getting more and more stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. oh. Oh, this is getting interesting. And, and, and again, you don't have to tell us stuff, but you you got to hint at yeah. things. Yeah. You got to yeah. give little clues. Like for example, Kevin, even just basic stuff. That tattoo he has on his chest of um, it's like 1865. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Now again, you don't have to tell me the reason, but can you hint that that means something? Yeah. Hint and that then, 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 and that's what the card in his head. Yeah. Is very important. Hint. Yeah. Hint at it. You could have, yeah, yeah, have Fuko yeah, just go, hey, it's a card in your head. And he's like, hey, yeah, you don't want to touch that. Bad things happen when you touch it. I mean, it's all you got to do. Yeah. You know what and, I'm saying? And, and that goes back to kind of like when Shin and the other union member, I forget their, their, their name, um, that I kind of wish they, like you said about the book, they kind of like they were the characters that referenced the stuff about Andy or like the stuff about right. what the union's involved in. Yep. Just even maybe it was just like one quick line or something like that. That would have gone yeah. a long way. Right. Um, and I just don't get that. And also, and this just goes back to me and my, my I guess my comedic sensibilities is that mm-hmm. Andy very much falls in that Deadpool um, area of like, oh, yeah, I get tired yeah. very quickly of Andy's stick. Like, like yep. Deadpool. I like the character. I like the movies. Ryan Reynolds is great in yes. the movies, but yes. I don't need more than the movie. <laughs> I like when I Got try it. and read a co- Deadpool, co- like the, the, the Deadpool comics, mm-hmm. as fun as they are. And I think the best is when he's with Cable. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like what that when Deadpool has worked the best is when he was with Cable, but that's because Cable is able to play that straight man, like the complete opposite of him. And you have, you don't have that here. You don't have a Cable to bounce the the wackiness of Andy being right. the Deadpool of this. And I, especially when you have a character like that, it's in, I think it's incredibly even more stre- uh, important that you have a character like Cable in the in for Marvel that balances a, a character like Andy that's falls into Deadpool comedy angle. Absolutely agree. I think Deadpool is a great comp for Andy's character too. For someone who hasn't read the manga yet, that's a really good comp. And your enjoyment of his character will vary uh, depending on your enjoyment of Deadpool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And especially like, again, like I said, Fuko, she's not a bad character. If she wasn't any other manga, she would be a good, she would be a good character I would get involved with, but it's because she has that, her balance point is Andy. So mm-hmm. they don't balance each other out enough that, like oh. I said, if she was more like a straight, a little bit more straight man-esque. Yeah. She doesn't need to be completely straight man where she's not comedic. No. But I, I just kind of wish she was a little bit more like a balance for Andy. Because if you're going to have this extreme of a of of a secondary, a second character, you need that first character to be a little bit more balanced overall. Again, it's just going back to of like, it's just way too much. Because then even Gina, like, at first, she seems like she's going to be that kind, that kind of straight, maybe a straight man a little bit. Agreed. But then, but then she like you, you completely like, oh, she's more Andy esque, and yep. so you have like almost three characters that are 
like maybe a little bit less toned down than Andy, but they're in similar wavelengths of like that. They'll get into that comedy of like that Deadpool comedy that I mentioned. Yeah, and the problem with Fuko is while her while her personality is more normal or reserved compared to Andy or Gina, for example, the problem that goes to your point, a lot of the art, the physical comedy yeah. involves Fuko being either mugging to the camera or being outrageous with her facial expression yeah. or slipping and falling or getting blood sprayed in her eyes or it's, 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 it's like um, it's the it's the looney tunes yeah, the looney yeah. tunes ask of like yeah. like you have elmer like you almost have elmer fudd and type thing of like yeah even though he's supposed to be like a serious person he falls into a lot of traps of like bugs bunny and Daffy yeah, that's right and right. she's very much that way like you know he when when andy cuts uh, his bar blood will shoot her in the eye ow got me in the eye well okay got, right so it's a lot of that like it never stops and then overreacting to it, like mm-hmm. a very comedic, like I said, and not, when I think about it, it is that like not just Deadpool, but Looney Tune-esque of like comedy. It it absolutely is. And it's pretty spot on. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, it, it, this is just me because I, like I said, I only read the first eight chapters and I think yep. by the end of it, I I just got my fill. I, I, I honestly just going mm-hmm. back to, to my main point of like, I just got my fill with these characters, this world and. Yep. I don't think I'll be reading more 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 than this um cuz there's like you said rock there's a lot of out there to read and I want to explore. Um and mm-hmm. this was on my list and now I'm just like okay I can move on to my next one and that's the feeling I got by the end of the eight eight chapters that we read. Yep. I would say I would I would recommend it to people if you like, you know, raunchy comedy and action and stuff like that and adventure and crazy characters. I would recommend it. I would say if you decide to read it remember now it's 121 chapters in the can already if you decide to read it i would recommend sticking with it till probably give it the first two volumes okay if you're not hooked by the first two volumes you're probably not going to like the the, yeah. the manga you can move on at that point but i would give it the first i'm just if you're interested in trying it for anybody out there give it the first two volumes if that doesn't work for you then it's just not for you yeah, and that takes you up to what chapter fourteen, I believe, yep. right? Like yep. you would, yeah, chapter sixteen. So the first chapter two volumes collect collect the um, chapter six uh, up to chapter sixteen. So you is that what you would say is that chapter sixteen is like when you're like, okay, yeah, I'm into this now, or yep. like yep. by that yep. point. Yep, I think by chapter sixteen you're gonna be you're gonna be into it unless or you're gonna know it's not for you. Yeah, but but you're like, gonna know it by, by that for. Yeah. Yep. Again, it's just one of those things of like having read the just the first volume basically and an extra mm-hmm. chapter. Again, it, it's just one of those things. I, to be honest, Rock, I just have so many other mangas that I, I we have on our list. I know. I'm just like, I, I'm. I, I won't get to that point. I, I already. I know. That. I'm, I'm not going to. I, I gotta. I gotta read. There's so many other things to read and watch and stuff like that. That this is just right. one of those. I'm just like, I ended it. I was just like, you know what? I'm glad I read it because I've heard so much about this manga. But you yeah, know, I, I find with being one of those guys that doesn't read it. Yep. 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 There's, there's a lot to read out there. I mean, at some point, you got to make a decision. <laughs> read and watch because I'm still trying to catch up on a lot of things. <laughs> I got to catch up on uh, the bear. So, right. Uh, but yeah, all right. Awesome. Well, uh, Rock, I think that's kind of where we're going to end things. Um, again, Rock, you recommend that at least trying out the first two volumes. I kind of yes. recommend it. If, unless you're into the Deadpool comedy and well, don't get tired of it very quickly. Correct. I, I, I do recommend that um, if you're a Deadpool fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but outside of that, I kind of don't. But um, yeah. and yeah, so we'll be ending this here. Um, but before that, I do want to say that I did convince Rock to 
like for us to leave the bunker in a couple weeks and because we're going yeah. to be watching the Dragon Ball super movie superheroes. We're both very excited for that. So keep an eye out where our next episode is going to be covering that. And then so we're going to be deviating from the, just covering manga um, and doing some anime watching. So just keep an eye out for that. And then next month we'll be doing going back to some more manga reviews. But both Rock and I are super excited and want to see our boy Gohan and Piccolo. Yeah, man. Some ass, so we're, we're going to make a rock is giving us the budget to make a trip out of the bunker to go <laughs> to go to the movie so yeah but just to keep a lookout for that but uh, otherwise just i hope you guys have a good rest of your day <laughs>